This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. You're listening to The Morning Run on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. I'm Melissa Idris and I have here with me Julian Ng and Ibrahim Sani. It's now 9.35am on Wednesday the 10th of February. Every Wednesday at 9.30 means it's time for The S&M Show. Okay, this week we're celebrating Chinese New Year on the show and we're going to look at the um, ever-popular annual feng shui index from the Hong Kong-based brokerage CLSA. I think you may have heard of this now. The Feng Shui Index is now in its uh, 22nd edition. I you know, imagine that 22nd edition. That means for 22 years, uh, people have consulted uh, this uh, particular Feng Shui Index and have actually relied their investment based on uh, this uh, kind of methodology. Well, I think people see it as uh, more of an alternative uh, view. Perhaps they, they want to know, you know, cover all their bases, find out all the information they can. Um, I've read some reports, especially some Western media reports, that's, that you say that cite this as a tongue-in-cheek look at the market. I, I mean, it's written in a yeah. way that's very, very funny and amusing, but uh, I know a lot of people who would uh, put a lot of stock in this as well. Well, you know, the question that goes through my head when I look at a report like this is, is this any different from what analysts, uh, whether it's fundamental uh, analysts or technical analysts do on a daily basis, right? Because it's really trying to divine where the market is going to go, uh, looking into the tea leaves and looking into entrails and see, uh, you know, like if you look at uh, the technical analysis, for example, you have all these kinds of things, uh, Fibonacci and yeah. the hit, reverse head and shoulders. It really sounds like astrology sometimes. Um, and... Uh, as far as research goes, uh, it doesn't. It goes to show that uh, a yeah. lot of these predictions are quite random, and analysts actually don't have an edge in terms of predicting the market. Every time it, it boils down, it it always comes down to a coin toss between them, right? When they when they make predictions about the stock market. You know, I was watching The Big Short, right? And and the character that Kristen Bale plays actually relies heavily on this uh, raw data, just plain raw data of numbers and and basically deducing and inferring what these numbers mean. Um, I don't know whether that helped a lot of traders uh, in the US or in this Western world. Uh, and I think uh, that in some respect, uh, you know, feng shui does bring about the psychology of uh, humans. Uh, and perhaps uh, playing on that psychology does bring about, uh, you know, how you invest better. I know people in the market just say, don't discount anything. You know what I mean? Like, just don't don't write anything off because you never know uh, what you know, where, what you can get from any piece of information. Uh, I don't know whether I agree with that because sometimes I think over you can be overwhelmed by the amount of information you consume on the market. Someone can say it's going to go up and somebody else can say it's going to go down, right? So I think you can, go, you can drive yourself bonkers if you listen to everything. I, actually, I do follow astrology and horoscope with some interest. And my conclusion when I look at this kind of thing is that uh, if you have a predisposed belief of what you want to believe, and then when you read a particular horoscope, you will feel that, hey, it's true, right? When you, when you apply it to yourself. because you It's like self-fulfilling. 
Self-fulfilling, you already started from a viewpoint that you want to believe in something and when you actually read those words, you feel that uh, those words are kind of predictive and true. So on that note, uh, we have, based on that, some predictions uh, from the CLSA Feng Shui report because what they use is uh, some you know, basic principles of what the Chinese horoscopes imply and then turn that into predictions. I think it's pretty yeah. easy to put two and two together and to link them together. Okay, so let's have a look um, at what exactly CLSA is predicting. So they say that financial markets may look like they're running amok ahead, heading into the new year, but not for long because they're forecasting gains for the rest of the quarter. So according to the report, there will be a market recovery after this shocking start to 2016. After all, they noted, the monkey tends to make a loud entrance in traditional Beijing opera. Oh, well, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, so the, the whole world... Um, uh, uh, events is based on the Chinese opera. What happens in the Chinese opera? That, go ahead. No. <laughs> um, of course, this Chinese opera, uh, you know, they, they, they still posit on the, and focus their attention on the Hang Seng Index. And having consulted the horoscope, they expect the index to endure a volatile... These are not my words, by the way. Uh, this is, these are CLSA words. Uh, they expect the index to endure a volatile first half and a mid-year slump before staging a recovery towards the end of the year. Typical of a monkey. <laughs> I think I'm taking, I'm taking this a little bit too seriously, but that doesn't sound very different from what analysts say uh, on a daily basis. Okay, anyway. well, how about this? Because apparently um, this Lunar New Year, industries related to metal and water will strengthen in the first half. Um, other than gold and silver, we're also looking at the auto sector, financial, gaming, transport, machinery. All these sectors, according to CLSA, will prosper. Well, we did see a gold rallying uh, to 14% uh, compared against last year's prices. So I guess, uh, you know, self-fulfilling. Okay, yeah. also fire will flare in the third quarter and that will aid telecommunications, technology, utility and also the oil and gas sectors. Yeah, so interesting. Avoid poisonous toadstool months, whatever that means. You know, I'm not sure. Yeah, fire also, uh, you know, I guess that's where the bauxite mining comes into being because, you know, you need fire to, you know, mild or mold this bauxite into aluminium. Uh, and Coca-Cola, there you go. Well, well, I, I particularly found this uh, bit quite interesting. There are some um, kind of more, I think, uh, specific predictions. Gold prices will hit 1,450. Wow. Now, now, this is... Okay, so um, let me just... Um, backtrack here a little bit and say that this was made, uh, this was on the Motley Fool website and it was, uh, I think, uh, looking back at some of the Feng Shui predictions that were made for the year of the goat, according to this index. And also um, Master Lin Yap. So some of the predictions, they, they looked back and to, to check whether it came true. Mm -hmm. uh, gold prices hit 1,450. All prices will fall for the first half, but rise in October. The euro will fall further. Now, stop me if I'm, I'm saying something that sounds familiar. Property prices will fall but rise towards the end of the year. Metal. This is for this last, last year's year. Last year, the goat, yeah. Right. So, so they, looked they, they were predicting gold uh, moving downwards, yeah. were they? Because gold is right now 1,000 bucks. I think, uh, I don't remember it being 1,400 somewhere in the year. Yeah. So they were predicting a rise, a rise for gold, but, but it, it didn't, did not it didn't happen. happen. Yes, in fact, gold plunged 12%. Um, Oil, as we know, pretty self-evident. Uh, property as well. But one, one interesting bit here, they said that last year they expected the water element companies to do badly. And this in, uh, includes internet, shipping, airlines and tourism. 
So in that sense, I think um, that was quite true. Well, um, so uh, CLSA also splits the year into water, wood, fire and earth, as you would uh, with any Chinese horoscopes. Uh, so they've identified some of the water months, April, May, August, November, December, January. I, I wonder if they're following the monsoon, right? Uh, but uh, quite literally, they're taking water. Uh, uh, this is going to be a good year for these uh, water sectors like shipping. Shipping. Who would have thought oh, shipping is a water sector? Right? Shipping, banking, <laughs> gambling and retail will all make a good around. We happily announced that philosophy and arcane studies belong to water and the tide is rising. Good for us all, even if these stocks are not listed. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, speaking of water, there's also fire. And uh, one year that needs to be looked at is uh, the those that were born in the year of the dog. Uh, according to the CLSA, they have chimed in uh, on the US presidential race and says that this could be a mongrel of a year for Donald Trump, uh, the fire dog. You know, speaking about Donald Trump, the New Hampshire uh, primary has closed and they and uh, Donald Trump has won the primary. Uh, they have called it. They have called it and Donald Trump has won. They, on he, the Republican side. On the Republican side uh, uh, with nine delegates at 34.5% vote. Okay. Oh, what about the Democrats side? The Sanders have also been called the winner uh, with 13 delegates at 58%, um, with 19% reporting Clinton has officially lost. Okay, so in this sense, I think that CLSA has some advice for Donald Trump, who was, as I mentioned, born in the year of the fire dog. Um, dear Donald, just watch your cash outflow and also beware of Hillary Clinton, who was born in the year of the fire pig, which is a good pal of the monkey. So uh, for the record, this this is going to be a bit of a, a struggle for all fire dogs this year, and it's not going to be a particularly spectacular year for the year of, for the fire pigs either. Yeah, well, you know, he is spending billions of dollars, so I guess for him, to, for you to say that you know, Donald, the Donald, please manage your billions. I well, I, you can <laughs> I buy know. you can buy a good feng shui with a billion bucks. Oh well, boy! Also, CLSA is saying that uh, personal advice to uh, Trump and Clinton is that they ha probably have to be aware of the snakes in the grass because. Michael Bloomberg is born in the year of the snake. Yeah. And as you know, he is reportedly considering a bid for the US presidency. I'm also looking at a chart of whether the 2015 predictions for CLSA Feng Shui Index uh, worked out. Uh, 2015, right? So if you look at the, the chart, and uh, it does show uh, from the start of the year till the end of the lunar year, an upward trajectory, although in between uh, there, there are bouts of volatility uh, from the middle of the year onwards to the end of the year, uh, that's a fall according to the index last year. And that has largely held true for the market. But uh, if you look at the Hang Seng Index uh, for the whole of 2015, um, from the start of the year to the end of the year, it was negative. So uh, uh, not quite right for Feng Shui 2015. Uh, but then again, uh, you know, you, you read what you want to read out of it. The general trajectory was uh, not too bad. Okay, well, um, that's a look at last year. But apart from markets, uh, apparently Year of the Monkey uh, or the Year of the Primate will bring a baby boom in China. Uh, because the monkey is seen to be intelligent and lively. Okay. So some characteristics that are desirable than, consider, uh, than the previous zodiac, zodiac sign, which is the goat or the sheep, which is seen to be more docile. 
Right. Uh, well, I, I like how you did with your hand there. Um, but, uh, you know, so this is causation and effect, right? Which one comes first? The zodiac sign came first or the fact that China just lifted their one-child baby policy, right? <laughs> Obviously. There you go. There you go. The feng shui master has done his research. Um, so looking at the same uh, trajectory for 2016, uh, you can see that uh, from the start of the year till the end of the year, what the index is predicting is actually the same level as it started off in the year. And that, that's not good news, right? Because uh, it has actually fallen uh, quite substantially since the start of the year. Uh, but what they do predict is that it will rise in March uh, quite substantially and then have a major downturn, uh, even much lower than at the beginning of the year, uh, up to June. And then from June onwards, uh, it would be an upward uh, thing. So if you wanted to buy some stocks and if you want to wager your entire life savings on the Feng Shui Index, then you got to wait for June to buy. Oh. You know, a quick, uh, quick Google on my on my Wood Rat 2016 investment uh, says here I should invest in love. So you know, invest I, in love, like yeah. as in in Tinder or. No, uh, well, like, yes. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I don't know. I mean, like on Match.com. Match.com. Okay. Don't invest in uh, Ashley Madison because oh. that's the opposite. Oh. No, I, I think Ibrahim does that every day anyway, right? Oh. With your family and with your wife and kids. Man, okay, that's Jules. a nice save, Jules. That's so cheap. That's a nice save, Jules. You know, Valentine's and all coming up. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly dominating your mind at the moment. Okay, um, it's now nine fifty a.m. and you've been listening to the SM show. I'm, I'm Melissa Idris with Julian Ng and Ibrahim Sani for the morning run on BFM eighty nine point nine. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM eighty nine point nine. The Business Station.